Well, after that, I suppose we have to uh, go completely out of our universe and up to planet Proctor. Yep, Phil Proctor's own world. And he continues. This is actually a soap opera of sorts because this this is the reading of the letters of Desiree Colbeck mm-hmm. connected with the Tony Alamo cult church. He's in jail, but that's not really the issue anymore. The issue is her very special style. Phil? Today, a letter from Desiree Colbeck to rap star Eminem. Dear Diary, for some reason, I am so upset today. There was a thing on the TV called Eminem. I really wanted to see it because I like him. I want to be a housewife with children and it just be me and my husband, me and the children. Me and my husband sleep together. I only really love one man and want to be with him. I want to find the love of my life. He's probably in New York. I want to find Eminem. I love him. I wonder if my grandmother knows who he is. Well, if I go to my Aunt Kathy's house, I would talk to Larissa about it. I wonder if Eminem is married. I wonder if he would love me, too. The first time I saw him, I fell in love with him. I want to find him so bad. If I had my own house, I would be a wonderful housewife, and so on. I hope he doesn't have a girlfriend already. I wonder how old he is. I'll probably say I'm 18 or something, even though I'm only 12. Well... I want to leave and get out of here and find the man I love, who is Eminem. I love him very much so. I want to find out on the Internet when I get kicked out and go to my grandmother what his number is and talk to him. I wish I could see him and hold him in my arms and kiss him. I love him so much. I know he'll love me a lot because inside I can really be sweet. But when someone says something I don't like, I want to grind their lips into the cement. (laughs) I guess the reason I love him so much is because of the following. White, rapper, handsome, looks Scandinavian. What I like about his face is his nose and eyes. Oh, I hope I'm there on time to see Eminem before he finds a girlfriend. Oh, how I love him so much. I about think of him all day and wish I was near him and be with him. I love him. Good night, my love. Good night. I love you, Eminem. I wonder what his real name is. Well, bye, Ah, uh, well, Pete, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, the day after Earth Day, uh, we did a lot of kind of celebrating and drinking green yesterday, drank a lot of green yesterday, and 
tried to tried to pee it out there on the world so the world get greener. Well, it looked greener this morning when I drove here. So you oh, guys, yeah. that's that's the Greek. What's it called? Isn't that called the Shamrock Pee Club? I guess. The SPC. Yeah. yeah, we just go out there in the woods and we just pee in the pee in the woods. And my gosh, the next day it's golly those trees out there. It's almost it. chartreuse. It brings on spring. It does. It does. Well, yeah, we talk. <laughs> this is the day after Earth Day, and yeah. what are we talking about? War. We're talking about blowing up the Earth and gouging into it and doing this and doing that just proves people have been stone crazy since uh well i don't know when maybe the last 60 years though really violently stone crazy well i think talking about it i think returning to the narrative Mm -hmm. you know to get the perspective of what we've really come through and are living in because it's real easy to just like turn it into a, a, a media world you know in which other people tell you what it is and what's important what it's all about but if you go back and get the get this kind of perspective it's overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> it's completely overwhelming. It's a mushroom cloud. What's more overwhelming than that? that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trusting that, uh, as you said earlier in the show, that this our last little adventures, uh, the last things are going down now. Uh, but the, the, the influence of so many people willing to do so much harm in the world is is really hard to get around i mean you know and it's left us with these sore spots we see i here okay here's my here's my panglossian total optimism okay go i think that once we realize this is the last of our whatever you want to call it colonial adventures all these various names various think tanks going somewhere else where we're not needed doing bad things for no really great purpose and then leaving all right i don't i think that's over There'll be there's going to be raw sores, you know, the Israeli situation and the, the conflict between Muslims and Christians and Muslims and Hindus and and, and the Crusade. Don't forget, mm-hmm. don't forget the Crusade. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to be handed to the United Nations. I think that is the path, and that goes against everything. You want to get the Tea Party literally just spontaneously, you know, yeah. exploding? Just say, well, let's give it to the UN. And they see this word one world. Yeah, it's really one and, and, and world. And all the rest of the world is communist except us. Communist, or it's sick, or it's poor, or it's what? You know what they really call it? The not me. Uh, Don't yeah. make me stand next to the not me. But hey, one of the great pictures that came out of the whole um, volcano thing—the smoke kahula. Uh, it was this picture of these two Nigerians. These are not happy Nigerians, I want you to know. But these Nigerians pushing a cart full of dead roses across the uh, uh, airport because there were no planes. That's where your roses are coming from that you are buying today to give to mom. On Mother's Day, folks, they're coming from Nigeria. Who knew? So what I'm saying is when this the one world thing become when something like the volcano <laughs> happens, <laughs> then we realize, oh my God, we are so interconnected that my watch is ticking on some other person's wrist, you know? I mean it's all happening at once in a in a in a cyber energized world. And it takes a literally a volcano. To, to wake us up and say, you mean we're all interdependent? Oh, gosh, let's go back to how we were thinking before. It 
takes a volcano to scare a village. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I think that's what we'll call today's show. Well, with that one, I have to read one of my uh, Chinese eighth century Chinese poems. These are translated by a guy named David Young, by the way, who is a very cool translator. Aren't these wonderful translations? This one's called "Late Spring." I'm in the spring poems here. Late spring, Mister Yen and his friends come to visit. Pines grow here. Also chrysanthemums along my wild paths. Books in the house by the cartload. I roast some sunflower seeds to treat these distinguished guests who have stopped by on their bamboo viewing tour. Birds were sitting here before the spring turned green, and the orioles sing on after the petals have fallen. But I have to admit I'm a little sad about the whiteness in my hair, as if I couldn't quite accept all the pleasures of this season. Oz in your ears, Friday, April 23rd, 2010. Oh, there's that bed I love. (laughs) I'm Peter Bergman, your host, my co-host, David Osman. I'm happy to be here. Um, Our producer... Bill McIntyre, John Cumming, our wizard there, our Mr. Gotwicky. Go on up to RadioFreeOz.com and click around. I think you'll have a good time. Um, it looks pretty. It looks real pretty because of Phil Fountain and the Oz Design Group and our producer, our audio producer, audio engineer, and dear friend, Dave Maloney. 